what did Sorry. you just discover? Uh, I'm going to send you a picture because I'm pulling my Christmas presents out of my closet. And oh my gosh, that thing is gigantic. I have no idea what that is. We're going to have to make a master cut of all of our screams and burps and coughs. Just sounds that shouldn't be recorded. <laughs> Part duh. Uh, good morning, everybody. This is Janie. And this is Roxy. Bless and you. And this is... <laughs> this is... Based on another young adult novel podcast. Is that the actual name? Did I... Yep. Based on a young adult novel podcast. Based on a young adult novel... <laughs> it's not a podcast. <laughs> Based on the Before we get into this episode of The Hunger Games, the movie, here are some announcements. Follow us on social media at Based on a Pod. We're on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. You can also email us at basedonapod at gmail.com. Please rate and subscribe to our show and consider supporting us on Patreon. With that, enjoy the episode. Good morning. Hello. Oh, it's actually still morning here. You what? It's actually still morning here. Yes. I'm just on Etsy looking at Lordillery stuff. Don't mind me. (laughs) Oh my gosh. You ever just wish you had infinite levels of money? Yeah. I guess if you you won the Hunger Games, right? You always have money coming in. Yeah. (laughs) Excellent segue. (laughs) Until they decided to kill you. I mean, that's the that's the end goal. Katniss must die. Yeah. Hi, how are you? Me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm supposed to who? My cat? Your cat? Yeah. Sometimes they make appearances. Yes, well, uh, is that an appropriate thing to be? Oh, it's a smoking pipe. Never mind. <laughs> Uh oh! <laughs> We've wandered into the dangerous side of SD. What? I am just setting this area up for the children, so hopefully they are. Entertained. Okay. Yes. Leave mommy alone. We shall see. It I will not happen. Set up super <laughs> monsters. You are right. Boy, um, in five minutes, mom. You're going to hear, commercial, commercial! (laughs) (laughs) We're trying to teach him, like, my mom was trying to have him be, like, patient, you know, so if a commercial comes on, she'll be Uh like, count to ten, count to ten. Oh, that's what you were doing yesterday. Uh Yeah, and then other times I hear him go, like, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. (laughs) I mean, it still counts. He's still doing it. (laughs) Yes, I have to be like, one, two, three. Take deep breaths. Breathe when you speak. So cute. I love him. He's like me. I rage against commercials, too. Yeah. We're so used to not having any right now. Like, there's only... I mean, ads. Yeah. ads. YouTube can't even watch it. Well, that's why he likes watching YouTube, and it's like every minute one comes up, which is ridiculous. Oh, rude. Yeah. I came from the time when there was no commercials on YouTube, you know, at the beginning of time. Oh, my gosh. We (laughs) sound 
so old. <laughs> oh, it's so cute. It's a we were there to see that stupid. What is that unicorn one? And the let's get some shoes. And... Let's go to Candy Mountain. <laughs> no, is that two separate things? No, Candy Mountain. It is separate. Charlie. But I was, no, yeah. I was doing. I was doing Charlie bit me. Not let's go to. I was doing Candy Mountain in the Charlie bit me voice, and that just like <laughs> we just Charlie, a crossover. Charlie this is a crossover bit. <laughs> so everyone who listens to us. I know you understand our references because you are us. Yes. Um, <laughs> I just want to like shout out. Uh, do we want to do a shout out or you're adding something at the end? Never mind. No, do it. Go um, I just want to thank our social media manager, Julia, who's going to be running our socials now. Because um, uh. I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, I had I included it in the credits in the last episode, but it's kind of okay. nice to bring it up now. Um, yes, new member to our listen. crew. I mean, what, she does. She fuck? does. She does listen to us. Wink, wink. Yes, maybe I'd be nicely surprised. This is cool because it's like the first step in our team growing. Because I I would love for it to grow even further. Yes. This is. Uh, can we just podcast for a living? Do people do that? Yes. Really? Hundred percent. Yes. Well, we should figure out how to uh, subscribe to our Patreon. I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm, I'm not shameless. I am shameless, but not for that reason. And I, if anyone has suggestions, um, if anyone wants to getting listen off of anchor to yes. Get us off of Anchor. Does anyone want to listen to me ramble about Lord of the Rings? Because yes. um, Janie's going to make another podcast strictly Lord of the Rings. I can't talk to myself for an hour. Okay, honestly, I was trying to look that up. Like, if there are some podcasts where it's just one person, but I've never listened to one, so I always wonder, like, what goes on in those oh, podcasts. that sounds nightmarish. I don't think I could do that. <laughs> I mean, I, I like can easily you... talk to myself. <laughs> But it just is like a nice conversation, right? When it's two people. So if it's yes. by yourself, it probably has to be super structured or it sounds like crazy. <laughs> if there's one this. thing I'm not. <laughs> there's a reason I'm doing this with you, Roxy. Also, good morning, everybody. This is uh, episode number four of The Hunger Games, right? Yes, I think this is episode number 12 overall, possibly. Can you believe that? Are you actually counting? We've made so many. Have we? I thought this was Ever our second book. Ever- yeah, well, like halfway through our season. Uh, Am here. I in the same plane of existence as you? Why? Because we've only done Twilight and Hunger Games, right? Yes. How many episodes did we do for Twilight? Where am I? What year is it? <laughs> Wait, I have to actually visually fall? look at it. Well, okay, yeah. listening to with Edgar, I can't set like certain episodes a part of like how to say, um, like the announcement episodes and things uh, like that. I can't change the numbers, so they have to be consecutive. Oh, that makes sense. Never mind, it's episode twelve, don't mind me. <laughs> 
<laughs> but yeah, I think like only eight maybe as far as content. This would be. Uh, that makes more sense. And the um, intro, which was still pretty hilarious. <laughs> yes, if I do say so myself. All right, one fun. <laughs> Child hey. has arisen. Hey. What do you point at that she is talking so well now? What is she saying? Do you hear her? Like, you should. Yeah, what is no, she no, 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 no. Oh, she's adorable. Um. So, what are you doing today? Uh, my friend is coming over to help me finish cleaning and start decorating. Nice. <sighs> Cleaned for six hours yesterday. My butt hurts and I don't know why. Like the muscles, not anything weird. <laughs> Every time I say my butt hurts, everyone makes it weird. It feels like I did squat. Well, you were cleaning. Um, you're probably using a lot of those muscles. Yeah, and I mean, like. But yes, I see where. You... <laughs> if you don't yeah, get context, I mean, it's like I, what have you been doing. I, I get yeah, I get that question all the time when I say my butt hurts. <laughs> Why is your butt hurt? What have you been doing? It's like no. <laughs> One day you just have to come out like, oh, it's it must be the butt plug. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> just see how people react, okay? <laughs> well, it's like how I started telling people that because uh, I keep getting the why'd you move from Hawaii? And I started saying oh, that and then witness protection instead of <laughs> the actual reason. If you keep asking me the same damn question, I'm gonna get creative because you're boring. Oh my gosh. Sorry, so that's mean. I'm in a mood, clearly. I know um, that's a thing. Everyone, you know, because it, everyone says that like, why'd you leave Hawaii? Yeah. I'm sorry. The if anyone, like, I don't know. I don't know. If anyone who uh, is listening to this who has asked me that, I'm not insulting you. I'm insulting the question. Yeah. Living in Hawaii is so amazing and beautiful, but the cost of living is ridiculous. It's just trying to drive everyone into homelessness. There's more (laughs) homeless people per square footage than there is places to live affordably. Yes. All of the amazing places to live are owned by white people from the mainland. Yes. With money. Totally serious. Or people who vacation here on the summer. You know? Yes. Not Um, locals. Not yeah, and uh, Rusty is native, so she can definitely speak on that. Oh yeah, yeah. Anyway, speaking of dystopian societies, yes, (laughs) I have so much. Oh wait, and maybe I have to change a diaper. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'm. I woke up into chaos. I already want another cup of coffee. Oh yes, another. Oh, another. I had to get my first one. Um, I got candy cane pieces to put on top of my whipped cream and ten out of ten recommend. That sounds so cute. Peppermint whipped cream from Target. Oh, I'm in my villain era and it's tasty. <laughs> I was just at Target, but like I only was able to grab one thing before we had to rush out. So like <laughs> part of my soul was like, no, this is not the way it was supposed That's to be. That's not how you target. What the heck? <laughs> 
it's like all of the things I didn't get to buy. I have been, I've spent over $200 at Target in the past week. Uh-huh. Oh, and then all I Christmas ordered groceries. So it's like $300 now at Target in the last week. Uh, no, because I ordered groceries yesterday. But uh, um, and Target is like, and I thank you. I <laughs> take my money. Um, what did I do? I did Christmas decorations. I did. I got an outfit. I sent you a picture of the outfit the other day. Yes. Oh, it's gonna that's be from my. Yes, it's gonna be my Christmas party outfit. I love it. Okay, I like a, anything with a little glitter. Uh, it's got so much glitter that my floor is covered in it now. <laughs> but... I miss those days. <laughs> I just have nowhere to go now. Those days of wearing something nice on New Year's. And... Oh, this is 100% to wear in my apartment because I'm having a Christmas party. Yes. Okay, oh. let's do this ish. Well, um, I'm not next to my notes at the moment. Oh, you're changing poop? <laughs> yes, but I will say, so one thing I wanted to mention, um, so today I'm waiting for a delivery from the Asato family Sherbert. Yes. Um, they make, like, Japanese-style, like, goody-goody ice cream. But it's Harry Potter-themed, so I'm definitely going to do some kind of, like, bonus content. Bonus content. Video. Subscribe to yes. Patreon if you want to listen to How are you crying with your eyes wide open? <laughs> staring into my soul. Is she a fake crier? Yes. You Taurus woman. Does her godmother listen to the podcast? I I think finally, yes. Okay. So shout yeah, out to shout out. God Mommy. Fairy God Mommy. <laughs> Hello. Anyways, yeah, we were saying bonus content of bonus content. To, the, to the flavors. Rocky's, she followed me. <laughs> Roxy's uh, tasting ice. Sherbert. Sherbert's not ice cream. Yes. Oh, it is so much better. And I'm so excited to be getting all the flavors. Like, I think the flavors are like um, Felix Phyllis's. They have butterbeer, um, pumpkin juice. And the last one is like called the 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 Hagrid or the Rubius Hagrid. It's basically like chocolate, raspberries and nuts or something like that. Well, since we're doing the Hunger Games movie, I can finally... Tell you the astrology stuff. (laughs) (laughs) But, okay, here's what's kind of cute. So, uh, like, on the Patreon, I still put up what I thought each character's astrology was. But I found Uh this um, cute article on Mind Journal website. Uh um, And it's, like, how each district dies as um, the signs. (laughs) And it's so funny. Did you just say that was a cute article? (laughs) Well, yeah. yeah. (laughs) What's that say about you? Uh, am I capital? No, no. Our <laughs> <laughs> our um, two signs are at the end, so it'll be a great, great way to finish. Okay, yes, please. Okay, so it's it starts with Aries. Already, they have you know have to have a big head going first. Love, love you guys. <laughs> love you, Gail. Um, <laughs> so Aries, Aries, it says Aries dies when it's stepped off the platform before countdown. <laughs> So that's home. too real, literally. Like most of my family is Aries, so <laughs> they just couldn't wait mom. or got distracted and forgot they couldn't step off the platform. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Squirrel, 
What? Your mom's an Aries? All three of my parents. Actually, technically four. Uh, if you include my stepmom, I don't know if she's an Aries, but the rest of them are. Wow. I mean, I knowing your mom, I love that. Like, I guess I can see that now. Yeah, they're all Aries. Oh, man, that's amazing. Right? My dad's an Aries, too. They're that very so social, yeah? Yes, very social. Okay. I think because she knows, like, we're talking, and she feels like I'm ignoring her. She's, like, being extra dramatic. What a drama, mama. She, like, laid across the floor in front of my legs. All right. Okay. Anyway. It's almost like you're a toddler. Yeah. And And then you smother her with love. Oh, sorry. It's okay. This it's is what my children are spoiled. <laughs> With love. They really are, though. It they're, is love, okay? Yeah, so <laughs> there are much worse things to be spoiled with. Oh. All right, so where was I? Okay, uh, so the next Aries. one is Taurus. Taurus, oh, that's you. That's um, you, says, child. Oh, it's just... They make it, they make it almost all the way to the end, but then die of food poisoning. <laughs> of course it had to be food um, um, Gemini I, is attacked by oh, careers I just wanted to point out that yeah. Kato's actor is a Taurus oh he must I, be a sweetie in real life then I love him he's also a country music singer but also in Viking oh, more and more Yes, I used to be obsessed with him, so that's how I know all that. You mean, I mean, look at him. He's my type. Okay, so have you ever noticed that there's, like, a certain sign or signs that are usually, like, the people you find attractive? Uh, problematic. Any sign that's problematic. <laughs> but um, they all are. Uh no, never Gemini's. Never Gemini's. If they're Gemini, I'm sorry to any Gemini's, but I stay with <laughs> as uh someone with experience with Gemini's. My brother will never listen to this, so it's okay. Oh, my brother's Gemini. That's why I say that so sincerely. <laughs> as a Capsun Aquarius Venus, I don't normally care what they look like, but there is like a certain common. I'm a personality feeling. person, a hundred percent. Yeah, but See, like, like, yeah. So I've already been like, anytime I hear a burp or something or like weird noises, I'll try to edit it out. But I think I just started leaving the yawns in because this <laughs> shows what a tired girl I am. Yeah. No, and it happens a lot. And sometimes it was like when I was talking, so I started just leaving them in. But that's always think... me, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but... It's my indication that I'm, I'd like to leave. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, usually you yawning or like um like me sneezing a couple times or like coughing and I just can't edit it out. <laughs> okay, but yeah, it, it's a Gemini. Oh. Gemini attacked by careers for betrayal. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> They're like coming for Geminis in this article. Okay. I mean we all come for Geminis. <laughs> they really do. It's Scorpio's Geminis and Caps, okay? We have like the worst reputation. I don't think they're good. Uh, Everyone always says like they're boring. That's the one thing, or like that they're too. Yeah. 
I have to show you this thread too. What oh, what is her name? There's this girl I follow. Oh, maybe I'll plug it later because so, I, you know, just give her credit. But she she has this whole like thread on TikTok where it was basically um like how to get over certain signs and the one about caps everyone in the comments was like yup had to go to therapy or like (laughs) (laughs) it is not that deep Uh, but like but y'all are not that bad well that's why it was funny like everyone in the comments like yup 100% agree (laughs) Mm, (laughs) all right mm, maybe it's you Uh, maybe it's not that or like I can see like as one myself, I think maybe it's like because we we have barriers that we you know we like to gatekeep ourselves and like if you actually know us, that means we really like you. <laughs> very few people. Very few people. Yeah. That's true. Maybe you I'm know. just maybe I'm just good for Capricorns. Yes. Yeah, we're really compatible. Pisces and Cap. They're uh, yes. How do uh please continue? Sorry. Yes. Order. Um, I think cancer. Cancer is killed by the career's leader. So sad. Leo. Kato. Oh. Kato, how could you? Um, Leo. <laughs> Leo is the leader of the careers, and he's poisoned. <laughs> Virgo. It says Virgo sets traps, but is attacked by a mutt. Oh. <laughs> Um, uh-huh. Libra, Libra falls off a tree and breaks her neck. <laughs> um, so that was Virgo. You said that fell out of the tree. A Libra, Libra. Oh yeah, that that tra- that tracks. <laughs> Next is Scorpio. Um, this is oh they go crazy and kill a lot of people, but then they're targeted by the careers. Next is Sagittarius. It says dies by oh dies by knife in the bloodbath. Oh, uh, maybe that's the nine or ten tribute. The nine or ten. Oh, that's fair. No, you can't drink that water. <laughs> what are what water that, are they drinking? I am starting over with my hydroponics. So like oh. all the plants are out, but I haven't cleaned the water out so much. Oh, like you harvested all the stuff that grew. <laughs> uh, no, they were like dead. I had issues because um, everything was overgrown. So I have to start from scratch. So they're all gone. Oh, all of that basil. Yeah, well, I wasn't gonna use it, so <laughs> I was like, let <laughs> me plant fun. vegetables that will actually grow. And exactly, and stuff that you will want to use. Yeah. Do you know like what you're thinking of this time? Uh, as much lettuce as I can get. Oh, nice. Okay, so Capricorn, I promise I didn't write this article, but it says the po- the Capricorn probably wins. <laughs> <laughs> sure, you did. Sure, sure. Oh, sure, sure. Aquarius has an infection <laughs> from a burn wound. And like (laughs) when I read this, I was like, oh, because they probably were like walking around with incense or something, or (laughs) (laughs) they burnt themselves. Um, and then the heart of the Pisces, oh, the Pisces dies from heartbreak. What the hell? (laughs) In the Hunger Games, who whose heart's being broken in the Hunger Games? I don't know. 
it just so happens that the other tribute was the love of my life and they died horribly in the bloodbath. I mean, were you Peter Millark? That's the only situation where a Pisces should be dying of heartbreak in the Hunger Games. Honestly, I think he, he is either a Pisces or a Cancer, but hardcore, I think he's a Pisces. Bruh, I'm offended for my sign. I was thinking, like, sacrificing themselves for somebody. That yeah. I can see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, dying like of heartbreak, the foolery. <laughs> Sorry, I'm mad. I'm like I was like so ready for it to be sacrificed. Sacrifice I 100% because the FIC is doing about heartbreak. Who are you in love with in the Hunger Games? The only way it could be a heartbreak is if they were in love with someone that was in the Hunger Games. Otherwise, they would have died before going into the game. <sighs> Sorry, I love the red. <laughs> Clearly, I'm enraged. <laughs> Who wrote this? I would like their name and their email address. This was off the Mind Journal, okay? Expect a long-winded letter letter from Janie. I'm suing. (laughs) I'm just kidding, I'm not. Anyway. Well, no, I can finally ask you the questions, too. I had these questions prepared before the book, but I need that. This episode usually has more time for us to, like, talk about nonsense, right? Yeah. But there are some like questions. Um, just after like I read the interview from the author, so she had this thing. She wants people to think what what makes what makes a war necessary versus unnecessary. And I was wondering if you had any thoughts on that. Oh, what makes a word necessary? A war, like a oh, a war. Um, yeah. I am a Pisces, so I actually think that there should be no situation in which war is necessary. Mm-hmm. But I know that also goes against the point. Yeah, very PETA of you. Well, that's kind of like what her Why? with the PETA versus Gale dilemma was. Like, PETA didn't want to fight at all, right? The whole time he was like, right. no, like everybody lay down your arms and everyone was like pissed at him for even so, suggesting. I will say that in no situation should children scapegoat for your war. Mm-hmm. And- so, yes. if there is a country that thinks that, oh, hey, I'm like, I'm supreme, I'm going to invade you, then 100% fight the fuck back. But yeah. I don't think that any, I don't think that there is any situation in which people should be taking the lives of each other. Like, there's, it's, yeah. it's, it's hard enough. Like, it's hard enough. There's no reason. It's very Pisces of me. I'm sorry. No, (laughs) I love that. And I think, like, there's the point where, like, when you see people who cause war and it seems completely unnecessary, it's, like, looked upon, like, what the fuck, right? But then when you see, like, maybe a group that's oppressed, that's when we're all, like, rallying, like, oh, yeah, you know, like, that's a necessary war. Right. Um... (laughs) One one part that really stood out to me was like in the second book, you know, when they bombed the hospital. Oh no, that's the third book. When they bombed the hospital, right. that's like a no no, right? And usually you leave the hospitals alone. Correct. Very interesting. Yeah, I think this author, like, I I am so intrigued because I could never write like this. Like, I I like writing a lot, but it impresses me so much how she's able to write about this kind of subject. 
Right. And I know she spends a, spent a lot of her time, right, learning about that kind of stuff. But. Yeah. Even though I loved reading these books, I feel like it brings up a lot of, like, thoughtful insights, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, and then the last thing. So she has this, like, quote that I really liked, um, but she basically said that she feels that education about war is essential and that if you don't have an idea of what propaganda is how will you know when it's being used against you and how will you how will you know to question a government are you still there <laughs> me yeah i know i heard the baby crying so i left sorry <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be everyone in the plane when we're going to disneyland <laughs> i'd like to go now I'm trying to, like, convince myself, like, not to care. Because, like, that's the thing I'm most worried about is, like, if the kids are, like, are hard to placate while we're on the flight home, you know? Look at it in this way. Um, it It's, like, how my therapist tells me about cognitive distortions. Just, it's, it's them. You're not being stared at as much as you think you're being stared at. Yeah. I'm hoping everyone will be understanding because I know there's always that one person who's like, oh, like shut your baby up. And I'm like, that's that's not how that works. Uh (laughs) Anyway, yeah. Like, do you feel like these kinds of books are important for because it's it's marketed as a young adult book, right? Um, Right. But the content's pretty um, mature. Yeah. Yes, I think definitely like, first of all, let's talk about the fact that there was I mean we don't see it as much anymore with the but that era was very strong in like the dystopian stories like the fifth wave um the hunger games uh divergent like that was a very strong time period for like dystopian societies and I think part of me thinks that they're not as like popular anymore because of the fact that I'm sorry it feels like we're living in a dystopian society it's Um, real life now yeah like uh, since I won't get political but in the past few years things have become very divided and very like we've had a very traumatic few years um as a society and like here in America and everything but like in the world so it's like we don't want to hear the stories about all these children dying and all of that. Like, we're looking for something that's more hopeful. And I think it shapes, like, it's a good commentary on the way things could go, definitely. And I feel like, because um, the Hunger Games takes place after, like, the fall of our society. And it's yes, reflected, yeah. like, years down the road and it's like it's a good commentary on do we want our world to look like that and like when our children our children like our children's children are growing up like that kind of thing you know like do you want that to be our future and how do we avoid that you know yes I love all of that (laughs) sorry just that no, that's the great thing about these books. Like, we grew up with these very, very insightful books. Like, those are things you should be thinking about. And if you start with kids, because they're the people that are going to shape the future, you know, they're right. the leaders eventually. Uh-huh. So you want to make sure you're informing them early. 
Yes. Letting them make their own decisions, not just adopting whatever their parents think. Exactly. Yes. Uh, what a good book. I'm so glad we did this one. <laughs> yes, I feel like, uh, and my thing too, especially about the Hunger Games, is I don't have a lot of uh, stuff I need to say about the movie because the movie did such a good book, good it's job adapting bad. the book. Hopefully we can breeze through. I know I told you this before, but hopefully we can just kind of like go through and see whenever it's different, which I feel like most of it is pretty the same. So maybe, maybe it'll just be a recap. Um, oh, well, actually, so it starts, it starts um, obviously with like the text on the screen and it's flashing back and forth between this interview, um, which wasn't in the book, but I really like this. The interview is with Caesar Flickerman and Seneca Crane, the head game maker of the 74th games. Um, and the scenes is of that interview is cut back and forth between scenes from District Twelve. How did you like that? Um, like the whole beginning section. Um, just the way they they kind of introduced the character, like that was a good way to segue into like revealing what we're kind of looking at. Yeah, but I mean, like getting introduced to the capital first. Yeah, foremost. I really like getting it for Caesar and Seneca. Yes. Well, the beginning when um, it shows Katniss and Prim is pretty similar. Um, one difference I noted was that in the book, she like completely avoids music because it uh, reminds her of her dad. But they they have mm-hmm. her like singing kind of a lot in the movie, which is nice. They didn't. I feel like it, it helped avoid like explaining why she hates music, like and. <laughs> And she has a beautiful voice. Um, thank you. <laughs> um, I like the part where she tells the cat, like, I'll still cook you. <laughs> and it pisses at her. Yes. Anyways. Um, yes, her hatred for um, Buttercup. Is that his yes. name? Yes. Buttercup. Just reminds me of Kirkshank. Oh, yes. Aww. Oh, and we're getting there next month. Well, hello this month. Just kidding. Oh, next hello. week. Next week. <laughs> Next week. Yes. Um, okay. <laughs> Anyways, there's like a bunch of um it's like a montage of the village and her running to the forest, which I really liked. Like it set a nice <laughs> I just like how it showed like what the village looked like, like what daily life was for everybody. Very sad and somber. Mm-hmm. Uh also I liked her lace up knee-high boots. Cute, right? Like I would wear that. <laughs> it's also a good contrast with uh, the fact that we get introduced to the capital and then we get introduced to wow this is so different yes yeah we see it right away right like the difference between and how they look like the ridiculous outfits because mm-hmm. they can afford luxury yes exactly what must that be like 1% <laughs> <laughs> mm coming for you yeah so she sees a deer and i put deer like twilight oh we started both movies off with a deer i almost did the song again goodbye (laughs) do it do it do it nope nope i caught myself you will not trick me (laughs) so she like follows it and is about to shoot it and then gail walks up and scares it off and this is like a scene that everyone memes right Mm -hmm. 
Um, I love the crossover of like Gail walking up, but the the text is like Jacob saying like, "Hey, Loka, <laughs> where you been, Loka? Okay. Where you been, Loka? Yeah." And they see a hovercraft in the scene, which is like kind of a nod towards the Avox scene since they completely got rid of the Avoxes. Oh yeah. And then it cuts to Effie arriving to the district. Love her. Queen. She's like totally disgusted. <laughs> um, and then back to Gail and Katniss on their rock chatting. Um, and she actually like already mentions that cutting out tongues is a punishment. So again, kind of like just glazing over the A-boxes. The scene at the hob was not quite what I imagined, but... I feel like that's just because the book is so rich, you know. I was like seeing something a lot grimier, right? And so this part, she um, it's supposed to be like Greasy Say in the book that gives her the Mockingjay pin and lets her have it, but I think she like finds it at a stall and buys it. Mm. And then back home, she gets ready and she gives the pin to Prim. It's pretty similar most of this part, like the the siren that sounds is like a train train sound um, that tells them they all have to go to the district uh, the center the city center like when work is done at the yeah at the, yeah that's that's the noise and I guess that matches their district um, I like this scene like the coloring is very gray gray and light blue you know mm-hmm. everyone's outfits and um, it's like a very muted this district they keep all the colors muted because um, district 12 is like mining right yes I forget already yeah okay good I'm good at this I promise yeah I just I like that um, again like in comparison to the shots at the Capitol, everybody's very colorful um, like jewel colored like gem colored mm-hmm. fabrics you know and then you just see district 12 like everything is just gray and light blue this scene I think is is it different where they sign in oh no that's the same yeah they get like pricked on the finger I know we talked about the whole blood sugar thing with the lancets Mm -hmm. oh my gosh just like twilight just like what what are the comparisons here (laughs) they get their fingers pricked yes just like twilight as you do they show Effie again very like powdered up the war video, okay, I think it was Donald Sutherland narrating. Yeah, the war video. Oh, yeah, yeah. When I heard it, I was thinking, that sounds like his voice. So I guess they had him, like, recorded or something. That made sense. Um, the drawing's pretty much the same, right? Like, drawing print. I know we talked about, like, her coming out into the eye was a little different. Right. Oh, yeah, that's true. The finger salute thing. And then um, Effie pulling Peter's name. Like, the quick flashes to his memory. The bread? Is that what you Yeah. Yeah, I know in the book, she, like, immediately explains the whole situation. So, in the movie, they kind of, like, hint at it. Like, each time she thinks about it, there's a little bit more that we see. Mm Mm-hmm. Which for a um, film works, you know? Like, I feel like you kind of like, oh, I wonder what happened. And then you, like, keep seeing more each time. Um, the holding scene is pretty similar. The train. Effie is so funny in the movie, though. Elizabeth Banks. Yeah. 
Um, it's only slightly different. Like almost everything, like we said, is the same pace as the book. But like they sit down, and Peta is like trying to chat with Cadmus, and she airs him out. Um, and this is when she has another flashback about him throwing the burnt bread at her. Um, and Hamish All walks right. in. This is the scene that's like different from the book. So he tells them that they should just accept their fate, and he can't help them, which mm-hmm. he doesn't do that in the book, you know. Um, right. And Katniss watches some of the footage of the past victors by herself that night. Also different. Um, and then she walks in on Hamish and Peta the next morning. And they're like talking tips over breakfast. So yeah, all of that. A little bit different. Um, I guess it was just to like speed along that section, right? Right. That makes sense. Because, I mean, there's a lot of action later down the road. But yeah. Yeah, so they could cut out. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, so this is what the part where she like stabs the knife in between his finger, and then your line that you like so much from (laughs) Emily. Are you asking for me to deliver it? Oh, yes. (laughs) That is mahogany. Okay. Well, thank you for delivering that line. It was beautiful. Yeah, I got interrupted. <laughs> so Hamid <sighs> says that the way to win is to be likable and get sponsors. Um, and then PETA waves at the crowds outside. So it's like he's very likable in comparison to Katniss. Mm-hmm. So that whole bit like similar just slightly different that whole part but I, I do feel like it just like helped the plot along um, yeah. then there's like cuts of Katniss getting prepped for the game makers interview Suna walks in and introduces himself this part again a little bit different we don't get the whole like glam squad bit um but love Lenny Kravitz so much. It, literally, Cinna is like my favorite character in the whole series. Yes. And he did that so well. Like, delivery. Yes. Yes. Loved and he it. looks fantastic with gold eyeliner. Like, just amazing. Yes. His style, impeccable. His acting, yes. impeccable. His, uh, and the way he just shows his love for Katniss so well. Yes. His character gets to be like nice and soft spoken. Oh, uh-huh. excuse me. I told you we got a new fridge, yeah, finally. I'm like an ice maker. Oh, really? Nice. So much better. Yeah, the old fridge was like on its last leg. Like it's been around for decades, just holding right. on for our family. Oh. <laughs> I was about to compare it to someone in the Hunger Games, but, but I wasn't sure who. <laughs> Uh, probably what's her name? The old lady from the second movie. Yeah, not the Annie, one. but the one that uh, the one uh, is it is it Mags or something? Yes, Mags. Oh yes, the Love one it. that Finnick has to carry and everything. Yeah, her character is amazing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but back to Love Cinna. Love, love, love him. Um. I just wanted him to like break out into like American woman or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, is that when he promised goodbye? Yes. So he like tells her she was brave to volunteer. Um, 
Then cut to Peter and Katniss in their chariot outfits. And why does Katniss have like Queen Amidala hairdo? Um, <laughs> I don't, I don't understand that choice. But shout out the crowd and the city circle and the president. Um, like D- Donald Sutherland did a really great job acting as Snow, though. Though I didn't, I feel like he would have looked more plastic surgeryed. Oh, you know, right. Yeah, but he did a great sense. job though. Right, because yes, his lips does. were supposed to be like ridiculous, where she thought he had like um, plumped it up or something, but it turns out it was just the poison. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Um, oh, okay. This I'm gonna love. Okay, so I tried to stop it and write down what every district was wearing. Okay. Uh-huh. Oh boy. For their chariot outfits. Yeah, because we only get like little snippets of each person, but District One, pink cabaret outfits. What was that? <laughs> it was like a bright pink. How dare they? How very dare you? Um, I guess that represents luxury items. <laughs> pink. Um, District think? Two, they were wearing like Greek looking outfits with like gold wing head pieces, like very um, Hermes, you know. Mm-hmm. Again with the Greek thing. Um, District three, it was like silver sequin thing, which I'm guessing because they're like electronics. Maybe that was supposed to be like <laughs> white, the color of wire. I don't know. Uh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. District four was wearing like blue, like ocean blue. Shout out to Finnick. Um, <laughs> District is out of order because I said so it was very far away to see District 5 and 6 but one was silver and one was gold um, get back to that later <laughs> oh you know what power plant workers I think that's District 5 oh, so they must have been yeah. like electricity right <laughs> um, District 7 was like a white paper fan looking outfit so I think that's supposed to be like wood that make into paper Right. But what is the district again? Um, where they cut down the trees? Lumber? Uh, lumber, yeah. So, yeah, it was like an origami fan on top of their heads. <laughs> district 8. Oh, <laughs> why did District 8 look like the village people? It was like half pink and half blue. Oh, that's like textile. So, yeah, you, you should go look at the District 8 outfit, though. <laughs> <laughs> and then District 9 had like giant silver pizza pans on top of them. <laughs> I think that's the transportation um, district. District 10 had, they were like gold cowboys. So cattle. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then we know District 11. Did did you see the outfit? So Thresh is wearing like blue overalls. And then Rue has like this like 80s outfit going on. Blue. (laughs) Um, And then we already know District 12, obviously. Oh, District 9, grain. Their silver and gold costumes represented grain silos. Oh, that makes sense. It's probably the silver one. And then that would make sense because the power plant would be gold. Um, They're dressed up as farmers (laughs) for District 11. Yes. Well, you gotta see her outfit because it looks very, like, kind of glamorous. Rue? For Rue, at least. Yeah, Rue looks a little glamorous. (laughs) Okay, literally, this is what I was trying to avoid doing. What you doing? I'm bringing the boxes out to my trash, but it's windy again. 
Oh, you said 23 miles per hour, right? Last night it was. Girl, I'm bad right now, but it's Be bad. careful. Oh. Yes. Well, District 12. District 12 is looking on fire, as we know. Um, Cinna doesn't tell them to hold hands in the movie. Peter just grabs her hand and they hold it up. And he tells her the crowd would love it. But kind of to Peter's credit, I don't mind that change. I feel like it shows that he knows how to play the game. Uh, President Snow speaks. They go to the penthouse living quarters, which is very modern, modern art-esque. There's a bunch of Avoxes just standing around with no, we don't get an explanation, but they're all just standing throughout the penthouse. <laughs> oh, okay, this scene. Do you remember the scene where Candace is like in her room? Uh, maybe. She's like she's like playing with a remote in her room and it changes the image on her wall. And I put oh. like from Disney, like the DCOM original smart house. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah. The next scene is training, which is a little bit different from the book again. Um, just like a compressed version of everything. Right. Fox face flies through some kind of matching game. So I think it just shows she's very intelligent. Mm-hmm. Um and Rue steals a knife from Kato and he blames it on one of the other tributes. Like in some kind of netting in the ceiling. Yes. Um, but yeah, and it shows her like up in, up in the like whatever climbing training happens up top. And she's like holding right. the knife. That was kind of a nice little addition. And we see that um, Thresh does like laugh at her. So because in the book, we don't even think he like likes her at all you know into the end so this is kind of like a yeah. nice little nod mm-hmm. at dinner again shorter version of the dinner scene Katniss and Peter are talking about each other's strengths mm-hmm. and then we see a bunch of shots of the careers being good at combat and with weapons um, and then Peter falls off a rope and Katniss like goes and tells him to throw a big ball weight because the careers were laughing at him um, and it works. He throws it and it kind of shuts them up. Good. <laughs> <laughs> it shot him up. Yeah. Yeah. Shut the fuck up, Kato. Okay. And then. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me how Close. you really feel. <laughs> uh-huh. um, yes. Yeah. Glimmer. Right no one on. likes you, Glimmer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we sound like we're bullying the people who could kill us with one glance. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Glimmer, <laughs> uh, glimmer and hate that name. Boy, so Can you imagine actually if someone did name their. I apologize in advance if anyone has ever named their kid Glimmer. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. Like, there are some unusual names in there, and it's always celebrities, right? That name their kid something unusual, and everyone Apple, else is like Paltrow. Yes. No. What? What? I don't even know how to pronounce Elon Musk's child's name. Uh, that's because it's not a name, it's symbols, or we're, like, letters. Like, not here's letters, the symbols. thing, like, when you name your children, please stop and think about their future, okay? Like, Yeah, our- you're just, you got bullied for being named Elon, I'm sure. So, like, just don't, just don't, just don't. Yeah. From okay, little story. What? When, when I was younger, like, you know how you, well, I always wanted to have, like, a son and a daughter, and I loved the name Luke. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And I thought oh, the girl I would want to have named Leia, and then my mom was like, "Luke and Leia." I'm like, "Oh, right, <laughs> right, right, right." Oh. I won't do that. Um, I would. 
I mean, I don't see the problem. <laughs> Me, nibs my kids Zolbo. <laughs> it's okay. I love For it. those parents who are like really torn on, oh, I want to name my kid something really weird. Don't name your kid something really weird. Save it for your pets. That's why we name yes. our pets yes. after fandom characters. Yes. Do that. Do that. Yes. Do that out of kindness to your children. Alrighty. So we see Pete at the camouflaging station and he's already very good. Um, and then there's like shots of the Capitol people betting and there's like a huge board with all of the tribute stats and their odds of winning. Um, uh-huh. I like this edition. Kind of see like more going on throughout the country, you know, like how I feel like it's even more insensitive seeing them bet like that. Right. Oh, yeah, that's so true. And then Hamish pep talks them about their individual evaluations. Pretty much like the book scene here. Um, uh-huh. I said minus the extra tumbling and theatrics. She just like shoots right in the middle of her target. Like in the book, Katniss like does the whole thing where she like tumbles and shoots something and then shoots something else, right? And like, right. But this one, she just hits right in the middle and then she gets mad like the book. So the next scene, they're like sitting and talking about the evaluations, and then they watch the announcement of their scores. So we get some of their scores here: Max, uh, Maxwell, Marvel, oh. Marvel, <laughs> <laughs> Maxwell, Marvel gets a nine. Cato and Clove both get tens. Foxface gets a five. Thresh gets a nine. Rue gets a seven. So Rue beats out Foxface. Just saying. Peta gets an eight. And Katniss gets in 11. Um, oh, I put there's like so. This is an additional scene here. So it shows Snow and Crane talking in a garden about uh-huh. why they need a games winner. So this is kind of um, interesting to show more like insight into how Snow thinks. Um, I do like these additions. What did you think of his garden? Like, that was like totally not in the book, right? Was it? Why am I blinking? Was it all the white roses? Maybe. I don't know if I saw different colors. Like in the it's third. Like the rose garden, right? Yeah, the third film, they have the actual, like, it was an indoor. Yeah. Um, like green. Like which was greenhouse. Yeah, which is, I think, what the book said. But in the first right. two movies, he's just, like, on his balcony and there's rose bushes out there. Uh, okay, yeah. Just as grandiose as he is. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's supposed to be like uber rich, right? Yes. Eat the rich. Snow says that like hope is okay, but too much is dangerous, so he needs Crane to contain it, quote unquote. Contain um, it. Kill yeah. Katniss. Yep. And Down at dinner, he mentioned... Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No. And then that's that dinner is when Hamish tells Katniss that Peter wants to train separately. And she's like, already? What? So offended. Yeah. I mean, I don't really, I guess, blame her for that. Yeah, she's like, I see how it is, Peter. The game starts now. (laughs) (laughs) So dramatic. Um, then it's their interviews. Love Santucci again. Love him as Caesar. Oh yes, I like the smile he gives. Like that really fake. Like Ha-ha. yes. Uh, there's tributes go up one at a time, and they all look like they're going to prom. 
<laughs> their overdone outfits yes yeah Katniss is the only one where like I could see that being like red carpet um she does a thing where she like turns oh well wait she yeah she spins and the bottom is like on fire in the book so in the book it said this is like a minor difference but in the book said it was supposed to be like white red blue and yellow kind of like the tips of a fire right. but it wasn't really I think it was like black right in the the movie. Oh yeah, I think so. Okay, I and I mean that just could be like a costume budget thing, right? Peter's interview is pretty much the same as the book. Um, he mm-hmm. does like a really good job. <laughs> I say this every does. single episode, but all Peter Bread Boy, um, <laughs> you and your Peter Bread Boy. Yes, I said like Josh Hutcherson's not really my type at all, but he played the role of Peter really, really well. I, I'm a Liam Hemsworth girl uh, until Gil commits atrocities. Uh, Katniss attacks Peta like he doesn't. <laughs> she doesn't hurt his hand though in the movie, so that's kind of good because in the book she like cuts it all up. Time. Hey, Mitch tells them that he can sell the Starcrossed lovers. So, so does Peta know in the movie? Because in the oh, book yeah. he like doesn't know. I don't know. They don't say it like so obviously that that's right. like gonna be their plan <laughs> so i guess i don't know um right that makes Kat- sense. yeah katniss and Peter chat on the roof uh, oh they don't chat on the roof they chat by the window but same conversation same difference yeah they're so lucky that they have the author like helping because everything is so similar to the books just like abbreviated right. you know yeah, yeah. which makes sense because you can only do so much so all the tributes get onto the plane. Oh, they get onto the plane together. That's a little bit different. Um, like they don't go one at a time. Right. It looks like half, like maybe half the tributes are on the same plane as Katniss. Oh, okay. And they get their trackers put in. Uh, oh no. Oh no. <laughs> uh oh, you okay? Yeah, it looks like my salmon still has the uh bones in it. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Extra crunch for you later. Yeah. Yum. Nothing yummy about that. <laughs> or you can just eat it raw, precious. <laughs> <laughs> we likes it raw and wriggling. <laughs> Ew, <but. laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, sidebar, I was watching the, you know how there's like people versus food? It's like the try not to eat challenge thing they do on Facebook. Yeah, I love those. But they did one of um, Lord of the Rings, and like the punishment was a raw fish. They were supposed to like eat it like Gollum. <laughs> I think I could have done it, but it was just <laughs> it was hilarious. <laughs> like watching everyone like rip into it. <laughs> Peter. Oh, they're getting transported to the arena. They make it seem like Cinna snuck in her Mockingjay pin. Like in the book, they had to have it reviewed, right? Like yeah. the game makers check to see if it could be used as a weapon. weapon. Yeah, but in the book, it's just like him saying like shit, putting it on her jacket. <laughs> yeah. And then she goes up. Same, same. They did such a good job at this part, like with the um the woods. Like it's exactly what I pictured in the book with the the cornucopia in the middle. Oh yeah. Um, I like that they put like the extra shots of the capital people, like there's a countdown and then you'll like see a shot of people like cheering you know they're like yeah. excited about the start that's kind of a nice touch yes 
Um, and then like some shots of like the different districts, like the poor districts, like District Twelve, and everyone looks like sullen and depressed. Yeah, because their people are going to die. Yes, and then like a shot of Gale in the woods alone, as he should be. Sorry, it's true. Gail, Gail, Gail. He does it to himself. Don't feel bad for him. <laughs> also, I heard that he's going to become the new Witcher. Yes, I don't want to talk about it. And oh, it's a hey, very... I think he looks the part, but I love um, Henry. Well, it's not like one of those games where like the character gets regenerated like as a new yeah. person. So yeah. it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, I mean, I wonder. I wonder if they're gonna try to make him look the same. Like, is that the plan? Like, try to make him look as close as possible. He's also got like a few years under Henry, doesn't he? Yeah, I think. I mean, he's he's very very handsome though. But yeah, Henry is um, the Witcher. They should just wait, right? Like, uh, well, if the fandom makes enough of a stink about it, like, would they just wait till he's done with Superman? I really think it's that he's doing Superman again, and I think that they're just, they can't make it work, so I don't know what the plan is. Oh, he could do both. I actually, I don't know. I don't know what it's like. I don't know either, but... They could try to make it work. Jeez. They could. They're obviously not, but... They could just, like, pump up side storylines. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Just make yes here the star of the show. It's what we all want. We were talking about Gail sitting alone in the uh, field. Oh, yes. Whatever. Aww. Being alone by himself as he deserves. <laughs> I clearly I feel strongly about this. I don't know. I feel like he, like, if, if Katniss had actually loved him back at the beginning, then it'd be different. But she never, like, indicated that she wanted to have a relationship, right, with him. They well, were just, like, friends at first. Right. So, probably yeah, my yeah, like, her coming back after all the PETA stuff, like, it's not fair. They didn't have, like, an exclusive relationship when she left, so he can't, like, hold that against her, you know? Right. That's fair. Like, the parallels to Twilight, though, for real, though, like, how we're saying he's, like, the Jacob and mm-hmm. but really Peta's Jacob except like if Jacob ended up being the one that ended up with them <laughs> <laughs> oh I see what you're saying like yeah simil- they're like flips it's like yeah yeah Twilight is when the best friend doesn't end up with the girl and Hunger Games the best well see this he's not the best friend but like the sweet guy ends up with the girl the good guy oh! Also, I finally started reading because I've been trying to get through all the Twilight books, <laughs> uh-huh. and I finally got to um, Breaking Dawn. Mm-hmm. Hilarious! Totally forgot. Like there is a, <laughs> she just became a vampire. Where I'm reading, and like she finds out that he imprinted on Renesme. Oh my gosh! Hilarious. I like how it's hilarious to you. <laughs> it is. Oh, I would be like upset. <laughs> He's just like, oh, remember how like I couldn't not be away from you. Turns out I was just like your baby, so back to Hunger Games. So they also put some scenes of like the game makers headquarters, which I know we talked about before. But it's like a bunch of workers in like a circle around a 3D projection. Uh-huh. So that's kind of like I like that addition. 
everything after this pretty the same, like the whole bloodbath scene and Katniss um, running in and almost getting killed. But it turns out it was a good decision, yeah. Yeah. She like fall- oh, I like that they show her like falling down a hill. Oh my gosh, she like trips and falls down a hill. <laughs> <laughs> I do not remember that, and I really wish that I did. You need to go on. Yeah, I was like, oh, like dang, she's just like flying. I hope that was a stunt double, but also stunt double. Ow. <laughs> uh, knowing Jennifer Lawrence, it probably was not a stunt double. Yeah. I do like her a lot, honestly. Like, she's such a crazy, like, but very real actress, you know, like, her personality. Right. She does the same, like, thing as, again, as the book. The cannons go off. Um, they use Caesar a lot, um, like, to describe stuff. He's sitting uh-huh. with Claudius Templesmith. I had to look it up, um, the Toby Jones guy. Because I was like, who is he supposed to be? Like, they don't ever say his name. He's just, oh. like, sitting with Caesar talking about um, the different stuff. That's so supposed to be Claudius Templesmith. Um, but yeah, they use them to explain like what's going on. Katniss, Katniss, the whole thing with her finding water happens and her getting trapped up the tree. Oh yeah, the first time they showed the projections, that's really cool. Like very iconic. I mean, I don't want to say iconic about like projecting dead Iconic. Faces. No, you <laughs> but, like... said it, you did it. <laughs> but like, you know what I mean? Like, Ever since that movie, it's like, oh, it's a very strong cinematic moment. Yeah, can picture it so clearly. Um, then we see the D8 girl lighting the fire and getting killed like a dumbass. Yeah, they added kind of like this, like they make it seem like Glimmer and Kato have a fling. That's new, right? That wasn't in the book. She's like giggling Um, and flirting with Kato, making a nod to that. Yeah, Katniss is Peta. Again, we see the game makers like actually making the decision to turn Katniss around. Like I think he says turn her around to one of the workers, um, Crane. So they uh-huh. set the fire right to the trees and she has to like run away from the fireballs. It gives us the chance to like see that yeah. it's their interference. Get around with the tributes. Again, so fast, like she literally just runs into the river. Like in the book, she spends like half the day right sleeping in there. But um, mm-hmm. right when she gets in the water, she sees the tributes and she has to, like, run back up and into a tree. They even show shots of Peter, like, looking worried. So I think in the movie, they're, like, hinting more that he's, like, worried about her and trying to take care of her. Right. Uh, that is the part where they're, like, trying to shoot arrows at her. And she's like, maybe you should throw the sword. <laughs> snarky. Snarky girl. And Pete is actually the one in the movie that suggests they wait for her to ca- um, come down. Right. And they show Hamish watching her like in he looks like worried. Like that's new too. And then also like shots of him schmoozing. Like they show him like talking to all these rich people. Getting trying to get sponsors. sponsors. Yeah. Um, and then that's when they cut to like the silver container of burnt ointment being delivered. And I like the noise. Like they have a little like ding, like bells. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so the next scene, um, this the next morning, everyone's asleep, and Katniss wakes, and she sees that her birds are healed, and then Rue does the, like, thing to call her attention, and points out the tracker jacker high. And then this is one of those cases where, like, using Caesar Flickerman was so smart, because they, they show him talking about, like, what tracker jackers are. Anyway, yeah, so he's, like, explaining to, like, the camera what tracker jackers are, so that, you know, no one else has to explain it. She saws the branch down. 
Uh, again, they show like glimmer cuddling Kato. So weird, like knowing that they're going to kill each other, but they're like cuddling. <laughs> uh, but I guess like Peta and Katniss, but they knew that I they was could both say, live. You know what? Maybe they, uh, maybe they were trying to sell the whole romance thing. Yeah. Or in sympathy since they had seen it done with Katniss. Yeah. Oh. It's just that they're like cross districts. So interesting. I mean, they're also both good-looking people, so... Yes, that's true. Just put on the show, I guess. But they're not Finnick. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so they, like, all run off, except for Glimmer. Okay, okay, but seriously, like, at this part, oh my gosh, this thing, like, they, like, fucked up Glimmer, yeah, like, the, the shot of her face, I was like, ew! She has, like, welts all over her, and she's purple. Oh, boy. Yeah, girl, that looks like it was painful. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so like Katniss falls out of the tree. She doesn't even like jump down and run away. She full on like falls, <laughs> and she's like Did wobbling. She fall asleep? No, it was the Tracker Darkers. You're right. Yeah, it just in the move in the book she actually jumps out like she's prepared. She has everything packed up. Yeah, she jumps down and runs away, but she like falls in the movie. It looks so painful. Maybe they're really trying to sound like clumsy, likable person. Yeah, <laughs> and um, she like grab. She's trying to grab the bow and arrows, but she's like tripping hardcore. <laughs> yes, she sees like Peta yelling at her to run, um, and she like full on blacks out. <laughs> Love it. And then there's like this is also added some like little flashbacks to her dad getting blown up in the mines, mm-hmm. um, and Katniss yelling at her mom. Um, and then she wakes up, and then this is the whole part with like Rue, like she's covered in the leaves. And she and Rue um, eat together and they decide to become allies. And then this is when Rue is saying, like, she thinks Pete is by the river. Um, sorry, my handwriting is really messy right here. Okay, so she says that she was actually out a few days. In the book, I think it's only like the rest of that day and the next day, but Rue had said that it's been several days. Um, and the district poor, 210 boy had died while she was asleep. Mm. And then the part about the she explains what the careers are doing, like hogging the supplies in a big pyramid. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, pretty similar, right? Like this part is right. not that different. Mm. Setting up the piles, the whole whistling thing with the mocking jays. The actress that plays Rue, like she just has like the hugest like puppy dog eyes, like. <laughs> Right, like they cast yeah. her really well because you're like, oh my gosh, like this sweet little girl, and then like when she dies, it's like, oh my god, wow, yeah, and she still looks the same. Like I know she's older now, like I think she's uh-huh. in her twenties, right? And she just like just has the same face, those big eyes. Yeah. Okay, her spine on the careers happens next. Again, they use Caesar to like explain about the booby trapped mines, so that it's not like Katniss trying to figure it out, you know, like in the book. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's explaining and then they we see fox face like it's like a above shot of her jumping around which is pretty yeah. cool oh and then that guy this is the part of the district three guy he, they actually leave him behind in the movie to guard but he like walks yeah. off after fox face and then that's when katniss blows up everything oh yeah because um, in the book he goes with the careers 
man, they trained her so good. Like, she looks really good um, shooting her bow and arrow. <laughs> yes. They <laughs> like, trained her like, with actual legit. archers, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah, that must be amazing. Like, ex- what an experience. I always thought, like, if I could have been in, like, Lord of the Rings, they learned how to, like, ride horses, fight with swords, uh, like, speak Elvish. I don't know. What a life. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, so the curse come back. This is when Kato just, like, snaps the boy's neck. Jeez. Yo, and he got massive, yeah, for this role. I know they're saying, like, he Literally, had to yeah. gain so much weight. Yeah. He's a beef now, too. Oh, yeah. He has, like, huge-ass arms. All right, so Katniss runs off. Um, this part, again, shortened, because in the book, right, she actually, like, sleeps there. <laughs> and this is when she, like, loses her hearing and everything. Um, none of that happens in the movie. But irrelevant, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and then she runs up to find Rue and hears her screaming. Um, finds her caught in the net. And then the D1 boy, like, throws the spear. And th- I like how they choreograph this, though. Like, right when the boy throws the spear, Katniss, like, ducks and then shoots him with an arrow. It was, I don't know. That was cool. Yeah. And then she turns and sees that the spear had landed. So I was thinking if she hadn't ducked, it would have hit her. She ducked and it would hit Rue instead. <laughs> just just saying, Katniss. Just saying. <laughs> um, right? Would that necessarily have been better? I was like, so bad she didn't have like a shield. but <laughs> <you know. laughs> I mean, not that it helps. Because I mean, I've been watching TikToks about Boromir's death. And he had a shield and didn't use it. So... Yeah, that's true. Also, his shield was like wood, so like, you know, you can still penetrate wood pretty easily. Yeah, but it also would help if you use it, like, yeah. Like, yeah. that does I mean, That's true. Use Just your fast. shield. Use your, if you have your shield, use, use one. Shield. It at least gives you a fighting chance. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna have to do Lord of the Rings. We're gonna have to do Lord of the Rings. I'm sorry. Sean Bean owns my heart. Oh... I love how everyone was named Sean. <laughs> oh, Sean Aston. Elijah Yes, Lord. that's mine. Oh, see the Sean's. You like Sean Bean. I'm Sean Aston. Though I heard that he's kind of an asshole in real life, which Sean made me Aston? really sad. No. That's what I heard, but I don't I know if it's just rumors. It. Yeah. I'm like, no, he's one of my faves. I mean, from Goonies. Fully Go- cooked. <laughs> yeah. Is that a fish or a chicken? It's, it's a fish. Uh, well, good thing you can eat raw fish, but not raw chicken. <laughs> Listen. I don't have a point there. Listen. <laughs> Listen, Linda. Listen, Linda. Would it be wrong if I ordered food? <laughs> no. You're just prepping for the rest of the week, not today. Yeah. <laughs> you, you can't be good on weekends. <laughs> I think I'm gonna door dash honestly for dinner. So I'm you, like, you do that too. Good. We're in it together. <sighs> um, if DoorDash wants to sponsor us, I would so be down for that. DoorDash, <laughs> give me the discount. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> after after um, Rue gets hit and she dies in Katniss's lap, Katniss sings. And she cries super convincing. Her cry was like really sad. I mean, she is an Oscar nominated. Yes. Did she win? I think she's won an Oscar. 
I think for Silver Linings playlist, um, not playlist, Silver Linings, Silver Linings playbook playlist. playlist. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they got rewards for that one. Oh, that makes sense. Um, and she so, cuts the flowers and lays them around. And she does that three finger salute thing. So that I think was added. Mm. But effective. Because there's okay. like a quick shot in District 11. Everyone does the salute and then a riot breaks out. Yeah. And then it cuts to. Yeah. So this is also added. Hamish is like talking to Crane. And Hamish is actually suggesting to Crane about the Starcross lovers thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a quick shot of Crane talking to Snow about the idea. And all Snow says is be careful. So, oh boy. Oh, it's a threat. It's a threat. Yep. He's threatening us already. Ah! Mm-hmm. And then this is when the game makers announce the change about the two victors and Katniss goes searching for Peta. You can't <laughs> just change the rules just because they don't yeah. fix you anymore. You know that they always intended to do that. Asshole. Yeah. And then um, she finds him camouflaged, of course, and hugs him. Cake boy. Yeah, I'm checking his leg. So, yeah, the leg was not too bad. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, still, like, whoever, I want to know whose job it is to, like, make the wounds, you know? <laughs> that must be fun. You think so? Yeah, can you imagine, like, I'm just going to make him look like your legs, like, cut up, you know? like. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That is very fair. Uh, it's broccoli in the microwave. Broccoli, lima bean, peach, key. <laughs> oh, That's what, from what um, that? um, Veggie Tales. Except, why did I wrap it? Oh. I don't know. <laughs> it sounded like you went country on me. It's a really hard swerve. Okay. Um, like, checking his leg. Oh, help him to the cave. Kissing him. Shots of Gale seeing it and looking away sad. Aww. That was actually really <laughs> touched my heart a little. <laughs> And then the, the parachute with the soup. So there's actually notes from Haymitch. Like, this is a little bit unbelievable, but I know they did it for, like, moviegoers who maybe never read the book. The notes. Oh, yeah. That's fair. Because, like, if he had sent notes, then people would know what was going on, right? They would know that it was, like, a not real. Because mm-hmm. in the note, it says, you call that a kiss. And I'm like, if anybody read that, like, I'm sure the game makers would look at it before it gets sent, right? Right, that's fair. <laughs> so, yeah, it doesn't really make sense, but I guess as a viewer, like, you have to know that's what it means. Because <laughs> she can't say it out loud, right? Like, oh, it's a message from Hamish. Mm-hmm. Anyways, yeah, he, like, tells her about the first time he saw her at school, like, the book, and they lay down together, and Crane announces the feast thing to get the medicine. Same, same. Um, like him telling her not to go. Um, oh, yeah. So they cut out the whole part of her um, drugging him. Yeah. Like, am I right? I'm not imagining that, right? Oh, maybe. Did it, yeah. Did they her up? Like, it just shows him sleeping and she leaves while he's resting. Oh. Which, I mean, I get why they did that because that is a problematic scene. Um, interesting. Yeah. Right? They just, like, let's just cut that out. We don't need good, that. Good move. I know in the book it's because he's like telling her if she tries to sneak out, he'll follow her and make a lot of noise and stuff, right? And ruin the whole plan, Peter. Yeah, 
the both get killed. Which I feel like would he though? I feel like if he woke up and she was gone, maybe he'd go looking for her, but he wouldn't try to sabotage her. He would want no. her to survive, you know? Yeah. So that's a lie. Um, the whole scene with like clothes and <laughs> I hear water. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, I wonder how that's gonna sound. I wonder if you heard it, but when you first when I first called and you answered, I was in the bathroom. Did you hear any of that? <laughs> I did not notice, so hopefully our listeners don't eat. The part with Chloe, villain-splaining the downfall of all villains. <laughs> villain-splaining. Yeah. And Thresh, like, he actually just, like, picks her up and slams her head on the cornucopia, and that's how she dies. I know in the book he, like, uses a rock or something. And then, um, same, same. He says, just, just it's time for Rue, and she returns to Peter with the medicine. Again, Josh does a super good job of looking like a puppy dog in love. <laughs> they wake up. One's better. She goes hunting. She hears a cannon. It's the part with, like, Fox fake. They find her dead, and she had eaten the Nightlock berries. Um, and then the game makers... Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! Demons away with you! <laughs> So the game makers make it night early, um, and we see the game maker creating the mutation that looks like a dog. Anyways, yeah, I like that scene, like where they show the lady making it, and like Crane comes over and he's like super happy about it. Yeah. Um, and Katniss and Peter are walking, and they hear the mutts and a cannon, and then they see Thresh's photo in the sky, like right after the cannon. Oh. Yeah. So that's a little different too from the book, but I kind of like that better. Like. They didn't make it like Kato won against him. It seems yeah. almost like maybe the mutts got him. As it should be. Yeah. Yeah, because he's super strong. Oh, boy. And then a mutt jumps on Peter. Oh, this is like the most suspenseful part of the whole movie. Because they're it's like, you know, that part mm-hmm. where it's like quiet and then it just jumps out of the darkness at Peter. <laughs> and then Katniss shoots it and they run off to the cornucopia and climb up. And then one catches Peter's leg, just like the book. But Kato was on top already. And they tumble for a bit. They probably just wanted to add more action. So they're like, you know, wrestling with each other for a few minutes. Uh, and even Kato has a few more lines. Um, and I was thinking the lines they gave him make it kind of sad. like Because he's like talking about um, like why he wants to win. And how mm-hmm. much like pride he would bring his... His... Um, district you know stuff like that like making it like he's like going crazy from- and then he says this thing like he's already dead right and I'm like oh my gosh that's like pretty I'm sad Peter points to Kato's hand and Katniss shoots it and then Peter pushes him over um, and I like that Katniss pity shoots him quicker than in the book <laughs> than just like oh. waiting it out yeah like in the book they just like waited a whole day and then we're thinking oh maybe we should help them out there <laughs> yeah yeah the sun rises and they climb down and then they make the rescission announcement and Peter tells her to shoot him and Katniss like in the movie it's more obvious that it's like a, she pulls out the nightlock as as like a F you to the capital same same that they stop and they're winners And then there's some shots of, like, the people in the districts watching, planting the seeds for the next movies, you know? The hovercraft comes and picks them up, and the scene cuts to, like, Katniss back on the rooftop with Hamish, 
and this is when he tells her about the capital being upset and then there's a little scene here i love this addition of like crane being led to a room and then locked in and he turns and there's like a bowl of nightlock just standing there <laughs> a little extra so we know how he dies now yeah um yeah and then back to Hamish telling her to play up the romance and their victor interview with caesar snow crowning them the train ride back home um oh so i guess she doesn't actually have the conversation with Peta in the movie but they do show like everyone waiting for them back home so we get a shot of like her mom and prim and gail and then it ends with a shot of snow watching her on tv and like he's like walking off looking very very serious and abraham's daughter's playing in the background <laughs> that's the end so pretty similar we did it. <laughs> yes. I really liked it, though. Like, I see why you like this franchise for the adaptations. Yes, because they did such a good job. They like, did. Can you think of anything that glaringly stands out? No. At least in this one. Right? And I, I don't think of why. Think... Like, not, like, a good example, well, we're going to do the Harry Potter, but, like, is three and four different directors? It is, Yeah. Yeah. So this is going to be really interesting when we do that because yeah. one thing about the directors and the screenwriters, I think they kind of bring a little bit of like their own interpretation, which is fine in art. Mm-hmm. But then that's how you end up with like 15 different Batmans. You know what I mean? Like because <laughs> everybody thinks of Batman differently and yeah. <laughs> but this I was only, so good because I only the know author. one Batman. Oh. oh, and which one is that? Robert Pattinson. Oh. <laughs> I haven't. Okay, honestly, I haven't watched it, but I heard he yes. did a really great job. Watch it; it's good. And everybody who hates it is just because they're like Robert Pattinson neckbeard. Yeah, oh. we said two different things. <laughs> yes, I yeah. don't know. I like grew up with like the Michael Keaton version. You know, <laughs> very campy Batman. Yes, uh, I, I'm a big fan of Val Kilmer because I'm a big yes. fan of Val Kilmer. Um, oh, you know what? Wasn't he? He's the one with um, Arnold, right? Was he Batman in that? Uh, that yes. Yeah. That was okay. That's one of my favorites, though, because it has like Uma Thurman as I, uh, Poison Ivy. Uh huh. And I was like, damn, yeah. I want to dress like that. Like one day, one day, one day. Okay. Um, did you have any comments though? Like anything that really stood out as being different? um that's different not that i can think of but what are our closing thoughts on the series mine are i just i don't know i've always been i mean when i was having a hard time figuring out what my favorite adaptation was the different the hunger games were definitely up there i think harry Mm -hmm. potter is a great series and we'll get into that when we do it'll be um super hilarious i'm sure Yes, we still want to have fun with it. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, if you want to hear us dog on some stuff, well, that'll probably happen too. I 100% can dog on J.K. Rowling. Don't get me started. But also, like... Also, pre-disclaimer, all you, like, Snape, Malfoy stands, I know there's a lot of them out there. I'm going to be dissing them hardcore. Oh, I literally just raised my hand because I'm a hoe for Snape. (laughs) I know. Listen, <laughs> Listen movie here. Snape though is different from book Snape, so I get it. Like Alan Rickman is Turn a total to dad. Page three hundred and ninety-four. Yeah. 
if you like Snape because of the movies, you're excused. If you like Snape after reading the book, I don't know what's wrong with you. <laughs> uh, listen, there's some good <laughs> smut out there. Sorry. <laughs> Whoa. I have Eric on my dirty laundry. I'll see myself out. I'm looking forward to going down this little fun fun slope. Yes. Fun. Also, uh, Tuesday's a blood moon eclipse and yes. uh, it's supposed <gasps> to be very visible in Hawaii. So Yes. Good luck. I might be getting up at like four in the morning to go see it. I believe like the recent transits have been in Taurus and Scorpio. Uh, this one's just- Taurus. Yeah, so <laughs> I think um, my Taurus is in um on my chart. I think it's in Mars, which is, I don't, of course I don't have I don't have Taurus. So I guess like whatever your ascendant is in the first house, it just mm-hmm. goes in order from them through the twelve houses. So every single person has the house somewhere in one of their um, every single sign in their chart. So, like, if my ascendant is Pisces, um, it just goes down the line. So, like, my second house is the next one, which is Aries, and then like Taurus, uh, Gemini. Libra is my ascendant, and then my Scorpio or Pluto is my Scorpio. Mm-hmm. Uh, Capricorn, I have Uranus, Neptune, and the Moon. Aquarius and Saturn, Pisces, Sun, mm-hmm. and Mercury. Aries, Venus, Gemini, Mars, and Leo, Jupiter. You're an Aries, Venus? Oh, wow. <laughs> that means this I'm spicy. This a lot about your love life. Yeah. <laughs> that I'm spicy? What's it say? Hold on. Venus determines how and what you love. It indicates how you express affection and the qualities you're attracted to. Your Venus is an Aries, meaning your romantic side is enthusiastic, impulsive, and direct. You fall in love quickly and out of love just mm-hmm. as fast. You oh, tend yeah. to be forthright and direct with your crushes. Ugh. Even yes. if you haven't confessed, you make a lot of inside jokes, touch them a lot, and maintain eye contact. You alternate <laughs> between seeming demanding and disinterested in the relationship. <gasps> I can see clearly yes. now I'm the problem. <laughs> I started listening to this podcast. Um, I'm just going to plug it here. Astrology and you. Um, and I think I have a, like a soft spot like a lot of the podcasts I listen to are like usually two women and I think it just reminds me of us a little bit like two besties love that yeah but astrology and you I just like it they're so it's like two girls they just started like getting into astrology and then uh-huh. they um, they both like basically did like career shifts so I think one was in fashion and one was a teacher and now they're both like full-time astrologers and they have the podcast together. Anyways, I've just been like mm-hmm. listening to that hardcore. I love that. Yes. If anyone's interested in astrology, go do that. They're very informative. Like, I think if you don't mind like an ed- educational perspective, that's kind of like what they do. Oh, okay. I love that. Um... Yeah. Have you noticed any like changes recently? So there was like, um, there was some retrograde happening recently and like, we're in eclipse season, so I don't know. Do you feel like life has been different lately? Yeah, life has been fantastic lately. Oh, that's great. My therapist was so stoked for me. Okay, I'm going to go make a smoothie for dinner because I'm oh. like that, apparently. Um, 
I can't be bothered for anything else and I can't afford to order food so a smoothie it is <laughs> that sounds so yummy though girl. right I was trying to order food and then I was like you know what there's smoothie thing I can make a smoothie <laughs> so I'm gonna go do that you have a good rest of your night oh, give the kids sweet. lots of love for me have a great week um but I'll text you later okay bye bye Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Shout out to Julia Sandoval, who will be handling our Instagram and TikTok media. This podcast is recorded and edited using the Anchor app. You can follow us on social media for more content. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Based on a Pod. You can also follow our individual Instagram handles. Janie is at Janie Watson Writing and me, Roxy, at Millennial Medina. If you want to reach us to ask a question or suggest one of our next books, email basedonapod at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, please rate our show and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Then you'll catch all of our latest episodes. Lastly, please consider supporting our podcast on Patreon. Higher tiers get access to our private Discord and eventually merch. Thanks again for listening. Until next week, read a book and go volunteer as tribute, but not for the Hunger Games. 